You're listening to Embodied Beauty, and I am your host, Krista Bukhari. And girl, I am fired up. I was not even going to record today, but the iron is hot and I'm striking. And I want to share with you all about self love and what it is and what it is not, and all the misconceptions about it. And I fully, fully feel that working on your own self love is actually the most selfless thing you can possibly do because it is such a gift to everyone else around you and we're going to get into why exactly that is. First of all, I spent my morning researching self-love from a definition perspective and on Merriam-Webster, the definitions for self-love, it translated to vanity. That was the only noun associated with it and that was conceitedness, complacency, egotism, pride, pompousness, arrogance. Like no wonder we don't want to love ourselves openly in public. There is such a negative connotation associated with loving oneself and I want to spend this time debunking that and also go into why it is the best thing you can do for everyone around you and most of all yourself. But this podcast is about you, honestly. You're the star of the show and I want you to shift your focus into yourself right now. So what does self-love truly mean and what does it truly look like first of all i need to share with you that your spirit has been waiting for you to wake up to this concept self-love is a major part of your purpose here it is essentially your journey back to yourself i believe that every time we are incarnated we are here to learn something and we are here to get closer and closer to our center and work closer to that loving presence because at the core, your core essence, that is love. And when you have that self-love deep in your core essence, it radiates and then you can truly love everyone around you and be love and feel that love and share more of it. There's this beautiful magnetic halo effect that happens when you are practicing self-love and it's palpable and people can feel it. It's like they're basking in your presence like a warm sun and you don't have to do anything but focus on warming your own heart. So I'm going to go into a couple practical examples of how being more self-loving will improve your life dramatically. So here we go. Number one, it'll help you trust your decisions and let go of the crushing fear of getting it wrong. If you ever struggle with indecision, a lot of times it's because you're just judging yourself and you're so afraid of getting it wrong. But when you're deeply in a self-loving place, you know all decisions are okay. They're all neutral. You can make a good decision and be proud of it. You can make a bad decision and forgive yourself for it. There are no bad decisions. This is a journey. This is a long and winding road. And if you're paralyzed by fear because you're so afraid of getting something wrong, you're not being self-loving. You're being self-judgmental. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah, you're being judgmental of yourself. You're being highly critical of yourself. You're being highly perfectionistic, which is definitely what um, a lack of deep self-love can show. And I know because I am a hardcore perfectionist my entire life, hardcore perfectionist, And when I'm in a more self-loving zone, I also accept more love from people and I don't reject it. So the more self-loving you are, the more fluid you are with your decisions and the more free-flowing you are and the more you deeply trust yourself because you know you'll always figure it out. And a bad decision, like let's say you 
I don't know, something small, like pick the wrong restaurant and your friend is unhappy with the decision, instead of taking that as a personal assault on you, it's a neutral thing. It's like, okay, I don't know, I'll make a better decision next time or let her choose or whatever. It's like, it's not, there's not so much writing on it. Every decision feels so precious and so intense and so high stakes when you're struggling with this self-confidence and that rock solid foundation of like, everything I do is fully okay, like truly deeply okay. So this allows you to move more swiftly and more fluidly, I'm snapping, sorry, and more swiftly and more fluidly in your life when you are making decisions and you can just become more nimble and more trusting in general and that exudes confidence and people want to be around confident self-assured people this doesn't mean you have to be bullheaded and like not discerning and not analytical that's not what this means but you don't need to paralyze yourself over every single decision because ultimately you are wise you are intelligent you are special you are unique and your decisions are an expression of that and it'll always work out for your highest good if you trust. Okay, number two, self-love is knowing that caring for you, putting your needs first before anyone else's is an act of devotion. It's a higher service. Now, please take this with a grain of salt. If you have children and you're caring for people, yes, of course, you need to make sure they're fed. You need to make sure that their needs are met. But in terms of, I'm talking like, your friends, your family, your partners. I'm talking about making sure that your cup is full. Now, people talk about this a lot, but I feel like it's almost become such a common term that people aren't taking it seriously anymore. Like, oh, you need to fill your cup before you have anything else to give other people. But it's deeply true. And in the last episode, we talked about how as a feminine woman, people are always going to want something for you, from you. They're going to want your essence, your energy, your vitality, your playfulness, your warmth, your enthusiasm. You have none of that if you're depleting yourself in the name of helping other people. So self-love is an act of devotion because you are taking time to nourish yourself, to fill yourself, to take that bath, to get to that exercise class, to carve out a few minutes to meditate, to ground yourself into your energy because your energy is super powerful, super magnetic, and it's the foundation of how everything else around you plays out in your life. Like when I say you're the star of the show, you have to take care of yourself like you're the talent. You need to have your metaphorical dressing room and all the things laid out that you need, like you are the star and whatever version of this allows you to be powerful, whatever clothing you have laid out, whatever um, time for hair and makeup. I'm making a lot of like comparisons to like being on set right now. I don't know if it's working, but if you take time to put love on first, to connect with yourself first, everything else in your life is going to be heightened and everyone else in your life will also treat you differently and behave differently in your presence. You won't feel like you are trying to herd cats as much. You'll feel like a natural leader, exuding that calm, secure, grounded sense of self-love positions you as a natural leader and people will follow you without you having to speak. You are incredibly powerful. You are ultimately powerful and you give your power away when you start to focus and fuss over everyone else around you. Instead, I want you to shift into that powerful self-loving role and work on your own core. And that takes us into three. What you focus on expands. 
and creates a suction towards. Your intention and attention are incredibly powerful. You can move mountains with your mind just by focusing your attention on something. This is how powerful I truly believe that you are. Now, when we spend a lot of time focusing on other people, other things, other circumstances, you are pulling your focus away from you and putting it on other things. And that is putting all the force and all of the magnetism and all of the awareness on others and not on you. And then you start to feel depleted and you're not gonna get your needs met and you're not going to live the life you want. Conversely, if you focus on you primarily, focus on that loving you, bring all that loving awareness into you You become like the sun, as I mentioned earlier, and you would never hate on the sun for shining, for providing warmth, for being life-giving, that vibrant glow. So you think that putting your focus on yourself is going to leave people in the dust or make them feel depleted or make them feel unloved. Quite the contrary. If you focus on your self-love, on your heart space, and you see it glowing like the sun, And you become that radiant, magnetic, beautiful sun that everybody wants to bask in its aura. If you are putting your light everywhere else around you and you are dimming yourself because you've removed your energy source by focusing on everyone else, you are depleted, you have nothing to offer, and you cannot genuinely show loving, supportive, nurturing energy for anyone else. It feels false it feels hollow and even if you can muster it and you have a great conversation with someone on the phone you show up for a friend you show up for your family you feel fulfilled by filling others it's going to be short-lived because that is not a sustainable model of showing up for people when you feel deeply cared for because you're showing up for yourself then you authentically have love to offer And it's just like you're a channel for it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to prove it. You can just be a channel of that beautiful guiding influence. I think we're on number four. (laughs) I didn't number my list. But self-love allows you to have authentic, radical self-acceptance. You can forgive yourself for your decisions because you don't hold yourself in a regard of perfectionism anymore. You allow yourself to be imperfect and to be lovable and okay anyway. So you can give yourself forward versus harping on decisions you've made, beating yourself up over it, stewing in guilt, stewing in shame. Self-loving behavior allows you to rise yourself to the top and rise yourself above those feelings and realize that you did your best and you did more than enough. And even if you made a decision that feels like it wasn't a good one, you learned, you learned deeply and it has made you who you are. It's colored you deeply and you are more rich and more interesting and more dynamic because you've actually lived, you've made decisions. Sometimes I have fantasies of almost being like a perfect human being who's never made a bad decision, never gotten a scar on their body, has never made a mistake ever. Well, how boring and how unreal and how unrelatable would I be if that was really the case? It's like our, when you are more self-loving, 
Your shadow side is just as important as your sunny side. Both things are an integral whole of who you are and you can show up with more authenticity, meaning you aren't afraid of your skeletons. You aren't afraid of your shadow because you are fully loving of who you are. It's like you're not picking the parts and pieces of yourself that you'll love. You're loving all of it. And that doesn't mean that you have to be thrilled about everything all the time. Like self-love to me is a neutral statement. Um, Acceptance is a more neutral statement and maybe that's the path to self-love. And I say self-love is a journey. It's a process. It's not something that you are going to arrive at. It's like a practice. So working on yourself to love your stretch marks because they're part of a journey of healing yourself. Like for instance, if you went through some stress and you overate because of it and you gained a bunch of weight and then lost a bunch of weight and then gained a bunch of weight, you've had fluctuations or you've had babies or you've had surgeries, like you live in a body, like you are a human being, you are still allowed to love every lump and curve and scar that you have without being like thrilled about it. Like you're, you're allowed to love yourself even if it's not perfect. Like that's the, that's the statement of this, I think. You can love yourself beyond perfectionism. You can love the dark side, the light side, the mistakes, the triumphs. All of it's available to you. And that's what universal consciousness is. is. That's what is available to you if you're ready to accept it. There was a time that I thought being more perfect would make me more lovable. It was not true. It made me neurotic. It made me disassociative. It made me stressed. It made me fixated on myself. The more self-loving I became, the more loving everyone else was of me too because I had more bandwidth for them versus being fixated on myself. Okay, I'm going to stick with the bulleted numbered format, I guess. (laughs) Number five, Self-love is not going to make you unapproachable or make you seem narcissistic. It's actually the opposite of narcissism. If you actually look up what narcissism is, it's a very hollow way of being. Self-love is a very full way of being. And self-love is quiet. It's chill. It's super sexy. It's deep confidence. It's I'll have what she's having energy or, ooh, I want to be in her energy. I want to be close to her. I want to be like her. I want to be in her vibe. I want to feel like that. Now, insecurity is needy. It's loud. It's obvious. It's vile. It's like cringe. It's craving attention and being very... um, outside of your body it's like if you're ever around a person who's like an attention seeker and you know that they need that to feel alive and feel validated like it's gross it's a gross feeling and I'm sure I've been that person at times I'm sure we all have been that person at times but self-love offers that je ne sais quoi it's like ooh, like why is she so mysterious why is she so beautiful why why is I didn't even think she was that attractive when I first met her, but now I want to dress like her. I want to be like her because you're responding to the way she feels about herself or he feels about himself or they feel about themselves. You're not responding to this outward projection of insecurity framed as 
self-love. You're responding to true self-love, which doesn't need to prove anything to anyone for any reason. Six, if you want to be a high-value woman, self-love is the vehicle. It is the vehicle. Because people do not see you as they see you. They see you as you see you. This is the energetic projection of beauty. This is how people respond to you based on how you feel about you. You dictate how everybody else perceives you. I've seen it a million times. I've experienced this myself. You do not need to be the most beautiful person in the room to be the most head-turning, magnetic, like physical manifestation of a statement. Even without speaking, it's a carriage, the way you're carrying your body. It's a resonance. It's a vibration. This has nothing to do with looks. It has everything to do with how you feel about yourself and how you are nourishing yourself because that is super magnetic. That is super delicious and everybody wants a piece of that. They want to be part of your world, part of your existence. They want to be in your energy and bask in that glow of your sun. Have you ever heard the term perceived value? Well, I fully believe that the more you value yourself, the more self-loving you are, the higher value you are to everyone else as well. And I don't mean this in a monetary way. I mean like high value woman vibe. This is completely up to you, how you see yourself and how you want to be presented to the world and how you want people to respond to you. And it is all about self-work. It has very little to do with your appearance. And I think that appearance is also something that shape shifts around your attitudes with yourself. Like I feel like my facial posture, my body posture, the way I carry myself, the way my body expresses itself when I'm feeling beautiful is a completely different experience than when I'm feeling down. And it doesn't mean you're not allowed to feel down. The beautiful thing about self-love is that you can be down and still love yourself. You can be a shithead one day and still love yourself. You can mess up at work and forget something important and just have a colossally like awful day and still be full of self-love because that is not conditional and that's the kind of love I'm talking about. Okay, moving on to number seven. Self-love is the great motivator. Now, I've said this before in previous episodes. Self-love will motivate you to exercise more, to go to bed earlier, to make sure you're doing your face massage and your gua sha occasionally, make sure that you are moving your body mindfully, getting out for that walk versus obsessively scrolling on your phone or whatever. Self-love is motivating. What's not motivating is feeling dumpy, feeling depressed, feeling like, oh, I'm so out of shape. I don't even know where to start. Like wearing tight clothes that don't fit you anymore and you're squeezing out of it, but like you don't want to buy new clothes for yourself. And you know, you think that the gold clothes that are tight are going to motivate you to one day fit into them. Like they're not. (laughs) Draping yourself in fabulous silks and satins and materials that make you feel like a goddess, that is motivating. Doing your hair on a day that you don't feel so hot, that's motivating. Putting on your favorite shade of lipstick or whatever it is that you feel beautiful in, draping that beautiful pearl necklace or whatever you have that makes you feel like a goddess, that is motivating. It is not motivating to feel crappy and therefore self-love is the ultimate motivator because I believe self-care, self-nurturing, the baths, the stretching, the tubs, the goddess lifestyle, the Venus embodiment, That is the ultimate language of self-love. 
Self-care is the language of self-love. That's how you communicate to yourself that you are valuable, that you are worthy, that you are worth it, and that you're going to show up for yourself regardless of what's happening in the world around you. You get to love you regardless if anyone else does. They will. You are inherently lovable. There's no way that somebody or many people will not love you because you're here, you exist, you are a child of this universe, you are pure light and pure love at your core. So the more that you align with that pure love, the more magnetic to the true essence of your life you will be. You'll be more receptive to the highest essence and the highest energetic vibration that you can hold if you align yourself with love, there is nothing higher. There is nothing more healing. And honestly, this is where you fake it to make it if you're not there yet. This is where you dress yourself as if you loved yourself. This is how you carry yourself as if you loved yourself. Treat yourself, feed yourself as if you loved yourself. Eventually, you will start You will start to journal and realize that your dialogue is more loving. You will make a mistake at work and you won't care because it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It really doesn't. (laughs) We think it does. It does not. So this self-assurance comes from faking it till you make it. And you'll see your life starts to align with the reality of who you are. Okay, number eight. I think I'll make this the last one for now. This might be my favorite one. Oh, I don't know. They're all my favorite. Ah, you choose. You choose your favorite. Let me know. Eight is self-love is the key to success because you stop watching your numbers compulsively and you start being your own source of validation. This means you don't give a fuck about the Instagram algorithm, not picking up your thing. You don't care about how many podcast listeners you have. I mean, I do. Please share this. You know know what I'm saying? But What I'm trying to say is you are showing up in a way where you are authentic. You are showing your heart unapologetically, openly, fearlessly. This is in your relationships. This is with friends, with lovers, at work. You're not worried about your metrics and your numbers and your results. You are just concerned with, did I honor myself today? Did I hide or did I share? What did I do to be powerful today? And then you become your own source of validation and you are proud of yourself regardless of what the numbers say, regardless of if you got a compliment from somebody about your outfit or if you got validation that you look all right or if you got enough likes on Instagram to show that the selfie you posted was not cringe, it was actually hot, whatever. This is, you don't care about the numbers anymore. You don't care about external validation. You become your own source of validation. You are your own well of self-love and you don't need anyone else's opinion. And when you don't need anyone else's opinion or validation, that's when you're going to get all these unsolicited compliments. That's when your success is going to take off. People are going to start responding to your energy because remember earlier points, they have that, oh, I want what she's having energy. It's all about confidence, but confidence is connected to the self-love. And I don't mean being pompous. I don't mean being isolated from other people because you're on this other island that's like more of like the narcissism thing we were talking about before it's like those people actually do need a lot of external validation to make them feel alive self-love is quiet it's confidence it's deep internal reservoir of endless love that you have for yourself and then you can then offer to other people from an authentic true and selfless place 
and it brings you joy. And the more beauty you offer to others, the more beautiful you are, the more beautiful you feel, and people just cannot get enough of you. Okay, I hope that you loved this little fiery episode. I could not help it. I had to sit down. I had to record it for you. It was just really fun to to share this piece of my heart with you. And if you're interested in deepening your self-love, I am holding a very powerful healing activation to shift your energy, connect you to the deepest reservoir of self-love, enhance your magnetism, your relationships, your success, and your overall joy on Wednesday, the 13th of December at noon Eastern Standard Time. It's gonna be a beautiful activation workshop. It's only $33 and I cannot wait to have you because I want to see you face to face. I want to be in your energy and help to uplift you and really root into this self-love so that you can live powerfully in all the ways I just described and way more that I haven't even thought of. I really feel like 2024 is going to be a colossal year and a really powerful year of manifestation and stepping into your power and stepping into your highest vision for yourself, your highest vibrational vision for your beauty and your presence. And I just want to give you something to help transition from 2023 into 2024. So let's do this now. Let's do the prep work now so that 2024 is just fucking awesome. Like that's my vision for it and let's hold hands and walk into it together and just live our best life not to overuse a phrase but like that's what it feels like so I'm ready for it I hope you are and I hope to see you on Wednesday thank you so so much for listening please share this episode with a friend please rate and review the show if you enjoyed it if you're getting benefits from it because it means everything to me i read every review and it's just you touch my heart so much and you are helping me so much by sharing and helping other women get information like this because this is the healing balm that we all need and you are doing your part in helping women heal by sharing this great work